So you have that, but there will be a flyover from F-16 jets, and Rob Gronkowski and some Patriots are at the game. They're bringing the Lombardi Trophy from when they won the Super Bowl, and you've got the Boston Pops performing. It is pomp. It is circumstance. It is a party, and then... Instead of being a spectator, you've got to play baseball. Now, the Jays do have Mark Shoemaker pitching today. That's been good for them. He hasn't allowed a run yet this year. So we've got that coming up at 2 o'clock. In the meantime, we're going to go back through a few things that we've been able to do on London Live over the last while. We're going to speak this half hour with Andrew Galloway. Andrew Galloway was somebody who was in a great spot. He was extremely successful living on the West Coast, things couldn't be going better. And then he got into drugs. And not just into drugs, he got into drugs. He got into heavy drugs. Drugs that he actually made himself. He got himself addicted to crack cocaine by actually making his own crack cocaine. I don't know how common that is, but he's a pretty wild success story now because he's willing to tell that element of his life But he'll also talk about how he got out of that. We're going to hear from Andrew Galloway in about 10 minutes. But we have an opportunity to go back to a conversation we had about this area and about what is happening in this area and the boom that we have been experiencing. When you go places and traffic is a little tighter, sure, now it's the orange cones and last night, you know, they were laying more out on King Street and Dundas runs right up to Wellington. Don't worry, this will all result in good things in the end. But there are times when there aren't any orange cones around and you think, where are all these people coming from? And then you look at house prices and you think, wow, they're being driven up by an influx of people. We had an opportunity to look back at kind of what was happening with Dr. Don Kerr, who is a demographer at King's University College in London, and talk with Don about some of the things that go into this population boom and how fast London is growing and what that might mean for this area. So we'll take you back to that conversation now with Dr. Don Kerr, who looks at this and and gives us his thoughts on what's taking place in good old London town. Yeah, well, actually, uh, I tend to agree with the sentiment, the general sentiment that we have some good news here. You know, the, we haven't seen population growth like this. I'm just looking at the time series in front of me, right? We haven't seen growth like this since the early 90s, right? Like back around nine, early 90s, late 80s, our city was growing at a, a rapid pace. The recession hit in the early 90s. Our growth rate plummeted. Never really recovered much right through to the current century. The recession in 2008 hit, and our growth rate <laughs> declined even further, we were seeing hardly any growth there for a while, less than half a percent a year. And then over the last three years now, we've seen steady increase. And yeah, back up to 2.4% this past year, 2017, 2018. We haven't seen anything like that since 1991. So it's a good sign, I would say. Uh, who knows it, whether it's going to continue or not? It's really hard to to predict, but it, it's an it's an encouraging sign. 
If we look at the numbers, it puts us as the fifth fastest growing community. So in behind Peterborough, Kitchener, Cambridge, Waterloo, Ottawa, Gatineau, Windsor, but then it's right. London. And you could right. look and, and try and identify what it is that is making those communities grow. Can you point to anything yeah. for London? Well, you know, it's, yeah, and we're growing faster than Toronto. Can you believe it? The metropolitan area of Toronto this past year, we've grown faster. Uh, yeah, we have some, some information on that. You know, Stats Canada does a really good job in actually documenting on an annual basis uh, population change for our city and other cities and, and what's driving it in terms of the basic demography involved. And one thing we know for sure is that we're not experiencing a baby boom here. Right, because the total number of births has remained relatively stable for the longest time. And actually, if you think of what's called uh, natural increase, the difference between uh, births and deaths, that's actually declining as our population ages, right? In fact, more people are, are dying every year in London than in the past. It's not because we're getting healthier, it's just that our population is aging. So natural increase was, is hardly gr- explaining any of our growth. It's less than 10% of our growth. It's all migration hmm. that's really driving it. So migration, migration from both. Yeah, from, yeah. I guess, migration from where? You mentioned Toronto is not necessarily growing, but I, I know in the past people have said, go west, young people, go go yeah, find yeah. fame and fortune yeah. out west. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing well, less of know, that? Like, I, I, I didn't mean to leave the impression, I'm sorry if I did, that Toronto's not growing. It's still growing rapidly. It's just that we, we're growing slightly more rapidly now uh, over the last couple of years, which is really surprising. But um, uh, actually, you can break it down in terms of both uh, international migration and internal migration. Something to keep in mind that over half of our growth right now is, in fact, international migration, right? People coming in from other countries. And then roughly... of our growth is due to uh, internal migration, people coming in from other parts of Ontario and from other provinces to a certain extent as well. Now, that's unheard of. Like after the uh, 2008 turn or uh, uh, recession, it really hit our our city hard, and we were losing people. You know, every year we're losing people to the western provinces. Uh, People are going to Alberta, people are going to Saskatchewan, other places where there are good economic opportunities. Now, most recently, that's turned around, and we, we're getting a net gain in terms of population from other provinces, which we haven't seen for some time. But even more of the growth is coming from other parts of on, Ontario, right? So, I mean, we've always received people coming from, you know, small towns surrounding our city, you know, West Lorne or Godrich or whatnot. Young adults will leave those places and seeking economic opportunities, education in, in the bigger city. But we're also likely experiencing some of this uh, spillover of Toronto's growth, right? So, yeah, this is, this is, this is uh, you know, again, it's quite a dramatic shift that we're seeing in terms of migration from other parts of the province. Because, again, you know, just after the last recession, we're hardly getting anybody from other parts of the province, right? So it's, it's an encouraging sign. We're talking with Dr. Don Kerr, demographer and a professor at King's University College, looking at the fact that London is growing and growing at a very fast rate when compared to a lot of other communities in this province. And right now we're sitting at at the fifth fastest if we look at uh, the latest statistics. Sustainability is one of those words that I'm sure you deal with on a really regular basis. What would you look for in saying this is sustainable? Oh, 
well. Certainly, if we're seeing population growth, we're going to hope for employment growth as well. Uh, the unemployment rate is relatively low right now in our, in our city, so that's encouraging. It's around 6%. It's hard to see it get much lower than that. But we really haven't seen the employment growth that we might hope for. So uh, while our population is growing, let's hope that, uh, that uh, we'll see the jobs that can accommodate that population growth. Right. Right. Uh, you know, they're, they're, it's, I, I think we're in a – I'd prefer to be in a situation whereby the population is increasing than the opposite. Right to be living in a city where the population is in decline. Right, so we we have to accommodate that growth uh, with proper uh, you know municipal planning and so on. I think we can. Um, I'm sure the city is certainly paying attention to this, Doctor Kerr. I guess in closing, if we look at the growth of London, Ontario, and the speed at which we're seeing it happen, do we see this as a positive or? Not a positive. Which way do you look at it? I, one would have to think of population growth as being somewhat of a, a stimulus for the local economy, right? Okay. I mean, if you have more people moving in, I mean, that's that's got to be a good sign for for a lot of people who are trying to to make ends meet here locally. I mean, let's let's consider somebody working in construction, for example, right? I mean, uh, more people are moving in. We have to accommodate that clearly. Uh, you know, this population growth that we've seen over the last two to three years is certainly relevant to the boom that we've seen in construction, right? It's certainly relevant to the what, the changes in terms of the cost of housing as well that we've seen. Many realtors are quite excited about this, right? So, I mean, as the population gets larger, it's a stimulus. It's an economic stimulus. I mean, people are going to buy homes. The vacancy rate in our apartments gone down a bit. I, for the vacancy rate of apartments has gone down somewhat in the city. That's a challenge, right, in terms of affordable housing. But I mean, as the population grows, it's an economic stimulus. People buy buy homes. They rent apartments. You know, they gotta they gotta buy refrigerators and stoves and appliances for all those homes. I mean. Uh, it, you know, if you're trying to sell products or services locally, I mean, this would have to be a good sign. Dr. Curry, it has been a pleasure speaking with you this afternoon. Thanks so much. Dr. Don Kerr from King's University College, a demographer and a guy who follows populations and looks at some of those trends. So things looking positive for this area. First-time home buyers, yeah, we'll still be dealing with that, but we've got government incentives trying to help out. I don't know, getting into the housing market, that's, that's a whole other topic. Coming up a little later on, we're going to talk education because Bill Tucker, who is a former director of education with the Thames Valley District School Board is going to join us. And we know that we're heading towards some pretty contentious times in education. They're kind of already here. We've been hearing the changes taking place in Toronto. We've already heard that there won't be money for librarians. We've already heard about guidance counselors and that that's not really in the budget in Toronto. So we're headed toward a big fight. And we also want to take a look at changes that could come in the classroom. So... In about 20 minutes from now, we're going to be talking with Bill Tucker, and he's always got a great sense of what is going on. So we'll get his thoughts on education, not necessarily on some of the administrative things happening, but certainly what impacts some of the changes on classrooms could have, whether it is 
having a a teacher on a screen and you have to take one of these classes or an e-class or larger class sizes and what that does. So if you have a child or a grandchild in school, then get ready. In about 15 minutes, we'll talk with Bill Tucker. This is London Live. Up next, we'll be in conversation with Andrew Galloway. At the top of the world, drugs dragged him down to the bottom of the world, and now he's made his way back up, and he's got a great story to tell. This is London Live on Global News Radio 980 CFPL.